Hello again, friends, and welcome to another fine edition of 151. My name is Adam, and I am joined by a man whose phaser is always set to sexy. Engage. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Justin. Thank you. Thank you very much. We are 151. We're presented by Skeleton Vineyards. It's wine with backbone. You can go over to the Facebook channel, uh, and it is at Skeleton Vineyards. Got everything in there, right? Right. Right. Okay, cool. Skeleton. Go check it out. Wine with backbone. Wine with backbone. Uh, as for us, we are 151. You can find us on Facebook, Tumblr, and Twitter, all at 151 The Show. Plus, we are on Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube, where we hope that you subscribe to our show and uh, follow us and do all that and pay attention. Cool? We have important things to say. Yes, we do. Very. Uh, as it is the month of October, we are getting into the creepy side of things again. Mwah. Uh, if you paid attention to the last show, uh, uh, we had Seth from uh, CCPI on to uh, talk about... We talked more about Bigfoot than anything. Yeah, which, which is, is kinda, cool. <laughs> which is kind of funny. But joining us on the show today uh, is a uh, guy that uh, has been on the show a couple times. He's a friend of ours. Uh, and he brought somebody with us. <laughs> God. <Yep. laughs> had to. Can't get away from this guy sometimes. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Eric Klein from Paranormal Endeavors is joining Hello. us. And he brought Jarrett. Hello. Osborne. Get up on that mic a little bit more, Jared. Yeah, there we go. A little bit, a little bit. Keep going. One more time. Hello. Okay. There we go. Perfect. Kiss Good me. enough. Yeah, you got to kiss. You, you know radio. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you should know. I know you, you have the, the stick mic of all of us, but come on. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been on radio, radio. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, since 2009. It's been a while for me, too. Yeah. Oh, me too. Oh. <laughs> that full house out of you. But no, uh, as we make our way through the month of October, uh, you know, we wanted to have some of this. Uh, we did the uh, the haunted uh, show last, yep. or the Halloween special, I should call it, uh, with Paranormal Endeavors mm-hmm. and and the, the chief and the chief. Yep. Uh, Justin could not make our his way or uh, his you know, way I, to this. I think uh, you know I had a wedding to go to that weekend. Yeah, uh, but uh, I think that the chief is probably the only guy that that I would voluntarily turn my seat over to. Yeah. Yeah, he he really gets into that stuff, and and uh, just uh, you know what, that might be the best place to start. Uh, Paranormal Endeavors was cool enough to allow us to come and do some uh, uh, some take some footage, do some interviews and stuff. Uh, I busted Jared's balls for about four hours. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had some, uh, and, and Eric and I messed up a high five slash knuckle bump. We didn't know what we wanted to do. At the very end. Very, <laughs> very white guy. Just, it was like, uh, eh, uh. Eh. <laughs> But in defense, it was like, what time was it? I don't know. I don't so. know. It was it was probably close to two or three in the morning. Yeah. Or so, so, so. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, let's, let's go back to that. Uh, we always talked about that we wanted to go back and talk about the Twilight Tea Room uh, after we investigated, after you guys, you know, allowed us to go. Uh, and things just never lined up to where we were able to do it. You know, between their schedule with doing the diviner, mm-hmm. which we will get to in a little bit, uh, yeah. my schedule, you know, getting fired and <laughs> that plus. Well, they uh, gave you lots of free time. That's not an excuse. Yeah, exactly. No, the new job and all that. But, you know, it just it, things didn't line up and we never got to talk about it. So let's go back to that real quick. Twilight Tea Room. And I will 
be upfront and honest. When you guys first told me the story, and then I listened to you guys do uh, the meeting about it beforehand, and you can mm-hmm. see this on the Halloween special uh, on and YouTube. And our episode too shows some. Yeah. Of that. Oh, yeah. The way it sounded, I thought it was a lady looking to get famous and just to get business to her tea room. Mm-hmm. That's the way it sounded. Absolutely. Fair enough. And going into it from a skeptical mind, that's something we have to think about as investigators. Mm-hmm. We have to go into it sometimes where sometimes people have these effects and these things going on, and it is strictly their own yeah, place. But and, it, the way yeah. it kind of sounded, though, she so uh, just so Justin knows what's going on, the Twilight Team Room is in what Williamson, town? Iowa. William, that's it. Yep. Uh, it's it's an old high school or middle school type thing that they're uh, they bought. They're converting it into essentially a tea room mm-hmm. for old ladies to go hang out at. Except it's haunted, mm-hmm. or at least that's what they claim. Mm-hmm. And when you guys were doing the meeting, it was like, is this lady like is it legitimately haunted? Is this stuff happening? Like Jared just said, or is it? Hey, we're trying to get business to come to small town Williams, Iowa, mm-hmm. Williamson or Williams, Williamson, Williamson. Yep, to get people in and. I don't know what you guys thought of it, but truth be told, we left really happy with that place. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it was really neat to, well, for one, as skeptical as you were going into it, like you said, busting my balls for four hours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had a little blast about me just sharing that information, not trying yeah. to push it down your throat. You know, we had a lot of fun joking around. We're used to that. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of the same friends, so it's nothing new. Yeah. <laughs> um, but and then for things to start developing like they had um how your father started coming out with what was going on with him yeah and it matching up and then for india india to show up yeah that was weird with no history she missed the intro missed the meetings missed everything and then she started spouting out the whole story that we all were told all night long. Yeah. And she didn't know it. Yeah, that was weird. The, I, I will say this, and we'll get to what you thought was the weirdest thing, but mm-hmm. the robot voice. Yes. The EVP that we caught on uh, uh, my equipment, at least. And, and I gave that to you. I sent that mm-hmm. to you guys. I don't know what you did with it or whatever, but mm-hmm. it was like a robot voice on there. It was weird. And I in hmm. in working with sound and stuff for as long as I have, I've never heard that before, mm-hmm. nor since. Which it'll probably be in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got EVPs that sound like tin cans. It sounds mm-hmm. like something like one of those old uh, what I used to learn math and ABCs on back in like early nineties. Speaking spells. Yeah, pretty much. Turn yeah, them on. Yeah, and they go, you know, want who? And they talk really kind of. Weird like that. That's yeah, kind of yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And I've had them to where they sound like they're talking through water. Oh, yeah. Just type stuff like that. And but, that was me. That was not a EVP on, you the, sure? on, the, on the pod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, make, I make those kind of noises when I've had too much to drink. Yeah. <laughs> My stomach makes pretty good noise, too. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, uh, we didn't stay for the entire night. You guys... Mm-hmm stayed later on we we did the first half of the investigation with you we did some interviews you can still see it on youtube but uh no i i gotta say we were really we had a really good time at that place mm-hmm. it, it's one of the places few places that i've gone to and things have actually happened yeah. and happened consistently uh like the uh, uh, uh what's the, 
can't remember the name of it now. The, SB7? No, the oh. meter my dad had. Oh, the K2? K2, there yeah. it is. Uh, him getting a constant hit at a place that he shouldn't be getting it. Right. You know, out in the middle of a field. And it, mm-hmm. it was just it was just weird enough to make you be like, hey, that was fun. Well, and yeah. then the moment that you were kind of mocking the SB7, and then it literally right after it says, it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you. What? Yeah. You mocked something? I <laughs> Right, I know, right? Well, he was he was having doubts where he's like, I just really don't believe this is effective. I yeah. just it's too random, and I think that was your exact words. I just don't. I'm not sure if it works. It's just too random, and it comes back and goes, it works. And the SB7 <laughs> is, yeah, it's a device that goes through radio frequencies. And we use the AM settings, but it goes through microseconds. So it's boop, 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 go through. So when there's full sentences or words, it's like, wait, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And pertaining to what's going on, like remember when I first turned it on, what did it say, Eric? Yeah. So it was like every time, um, it, every time okay. it turns on the damn thing, it says his name. Yeah, it yeah. Says Eric many times. It's either that or it's many it's times. become self aware and it's. Yeah. <laughs> I for one welcome our new robot or- overlords. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I plan to be as part of big a part of that as possible. And I've got a new box uh, from. Oh David, really, David Coltrider. <laughs> I like when I get a new box. Amazing, amazing, <laughs> amazing man. It filters out what you were hearing mm-hmm. to where you no longer hear the static and the yeah. clicks and all the bleed throughs. And so now it's just the words coming through and that's it. Okay. So it's a, it's a direct communication and you're actually having dialogue now. Gotcha. Oh, there you go. Yep. <laughs> Don't worry. You but, just have to do it with Justin. He's a natural talent it, though. Let it go. Let the it natural. go. Stop. The natural. Stop. That, that that's how I should introduce you every time. The natural. And I'm joined by a man who is the natural. natural. Kind of yeah, like, like the sound it. of it, don't you? I, I do. I there really you go. Do. With the shirt off, I'd be more accompanying. The natural. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing more viewers or scare them away? I don't know. Bring them in. I could go. That's on. a lot of sexy I, right I there. I could go on natural. You know. <laughs> you gotta get the one five one. Yeah. After dark. <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyways uh just to kind of finish up with the twilight team room i had a good time there i know my mm-hmm. my dad did you guys seem to have a good time uh is that that's part of one of your dvd series correct yeah so within chapter five um i actually just gave one recently to a copy of that to tina the owner okay of that um so I heard and she seemed down to earth i mean yeah she, she seemed all right yeah, i mean she's an amazing lady it, mm-hmm. it it seemed like she was more uh, uh, like she just kind of wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, it, it really wasn't one of those. Oh, I'm hoping this is haunted or whatever. Right. Just we've had some weird stuff happen here. Yeah, just curious what's going on. And she seemed kind of skeptical and um, inquisitive. Of course, she wanted to know. And you know, like how our equipment works. <laughs> No what? comment. <laughs> I missed that that night. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind of cool because she drove this big truck, which is very, you know, unassuming. India loved that. Yeah. Because she, yeah. she idolized that. She's like a woman with a big truck. She just loves that kind of thing. And I guess she drives a combine, too. So it's just like nice. more power to her. Um, and where can they find this if they want to mm-hmm. uh, check it out? Yep. So visit our Facebook page, which is just Paranormal Endeavors, and reach out to us if you want a copy. We also have our Facebook or our uh, website, just www.paranormaldevers.com. Um, it's a recent release, a release in uh, May, just before the Paracon thing that we right. went to. And uh, so we'll have a few of those. And again, funds go to try to get us some more equipment and, and stuff like we that. We know how that works. Yes, we do. Yes. 
Yes. So we'd like to thank Skeleton Wines again. They are wine with backbone. <laughs> no, they're good people over there. Saints, yes. every single one of them. Yeah, Not haunted absolutely. at all. Absolutely. Uh, they uh, that sponsorship made sure we get enough microphones so we could get us all in here today. So Woo-hoo. there you go. That's the only reason you're here, Jarrett. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. We had enough mics. If not... Thank wine. (laughs) You just got to remember how to use the mic. I know. know, know. (laughs) He'll get there. He'll get there. Pretend you love it. Yeah. That's what she (laughs) said. There you go. Get your mouth all over it. Yeah, I know. Uh, So uh, that was about a year ago Mm -hmm. that that we did that uh, Halloween show. Uh, It was put out in October, but, you know, we we recorded it, I want to say, in September. Mm-hmm. But we had to go through yeah, and edit like it all. This isn't going out live? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a lie. It, it is all a lie. It I really is. Um, what have you guys been up to since then? I know the movie's been going on, The Diviner. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, of course, we finished the rest of Chapter 5, which there was only, I think, two more cases that mm-hmm. followed that one um, that you guys were on. And then uh, it ended with a very spectacular and scary um yeah case uh, that we went to it was in des moines and um that's the one that we decided to cut off chapter five start anew with chapter six it was it was so bad it ended a chapter yeah yeah wow much. really what we're and what can you i i know you guys do a lot of uh private mm-hmm. home stuff mm-hmm. uh but what, what what can you tell us about this one so in a summary of it it um the family had something following them for for a long time, many years okay. actually. Um, they came up from Mexico, even down there, they had something malicious with them. Came up here to Des Moines, and it it was still there. And when we went there, instantly within walking up to the house, our people got affected by something very negative. There, Jarrett started puking. Uh, Mary, uh, definitely, she got the brunt of it that night, but it came in waves. Uh, her first impact was she just got overwhelmed and she got scared to be in the house. Really? That doesn't happen. First attack started within 12 minutes of being inside the house. Mm -hmm. Within 45 minutes, I was physically puking. Um, we were all getting beaten amongst our ribs, literally feeling like somebody was hitting us. With sharp objects, just clubbing us. Now, not not to cut you off, but like when you go into a situation like that, when there is something going on, I mean, (coughs) is there you know maybe the better part of valor just getting the hell out of there, or is it just? Yeah, that's what we have with uh, Eric's title, Protocol Three, in which Mm -hmm. he will say the security of my team is higher than the situation and we get a hold of people that are um that we know and work with network outside of what we feel confident enough because even our skill sets we know that we're not going to be able to tackle everything that's out there so we work with people and we network with them Mm -hmm. and we'll still kind of work with the clients but from the sidelines and have someone who maybe works with this kind of dark stuff more so on a day-to-day and i have them come in if needed in that case um i was confident enough in my team of handling mary handling what was going on i'd had enough experience in my private practice Mm -hmm. before ever joining endeavors Mm -hmm. that i kind of knew what i was doing okay well handling yourself so the puking stuff didn't drive you to run off right so that way i can control how it's affecting me not letting anger take over 
not letting any of that stuff get into your head because that's some of the keys mm-hmm. that they were working on when we were talking about and tattoos. Feed off of it. And he said, if you showed him my key, I have that to remind me. But I don't get it. Well, there are keys in the psyche that they will use against you in order to turn you for oppressions into possession. Okay. These are the weaknesses and the baggages that you have in your life. Depression or thinking that you're not worthy enough or you're not spending enough time with your kids and you're a lousy father. These things that you go into your life that will affect your ego and and your self-worth they twist these and use them in order to create fear anger and worthlessness within yourself like a bully so they eventually beat you down enough to where they have complete control over you and then take control of your body and your mind Mm. so if if this was a a family uh that it that had moved up from Mexico, yeah, right? Mexico, five hundred year uh, family land. So, is this is this then tied when you guys got to the location where they're at, or or in physical proximity to the family members themselves? I mean, is it is it is it more situational, or or I'm going to make a really like, I guess, uh, just inter- go, interesting reference here, but uh, this this makes me think of like you know the the theory that we've talked about before on the the movie theories, you know, that Harry Potter was a Horcrux, you know, right. and that affected is, is it, is it, is it somebody, yeah. is it, is it somebody in the family that's being followed yep. then? Because yep. it's obviously not location based. And that's what right? we, we were talking about with attachments, things like that. They go to a specific family member mm-hmm. or a specific person in there. They will affect other people in the households as victims. Mm-hmm. So you just kick um, that one person out. No big deal. Right. No, <laughs> right. Because yeah. the moral thing. Sorry, Aunt Karen. <laughs> never they, liked you they, anyway they still gotta live their <laughs> lives and even when we help them there's no guarantee that they're not going to want it back subconsciously mm-hmm. it's like heroin it gets addicted to that negative draw um and uh when we're talking about the people out there that are able to handle these things this case and a couple later that i did since we're talking about what happened in the last year um brought me out to what's called the Dominion Ministries, LLC. They're ministers from all faiths, all walks of life, from Catholic to shamans to uh, Muslim to Wicca to, I mean, it's just priests Mm -hmm. from everywhere. And they're all working together on these dark, heavy cases that teams cannot handle. Really? And they, uh, yeah, there's, there's, we have them in just about every state. There's a few states we're still having to f- to fill in yet. Is there a website or something for them? Yes, or the, the Dominion Ministry LLC on Facebook is their website. Okay. And uh, you can get a hold of them there. Um, we've got people in many, many states. Uh, we've helped people overseas. So we've been able to deal with a lot of different areas and helping with the violent hauntings and, and the aftercare. So it's, it's like a faith-based SWAT team, essentially. Basically. And it's from an omnist point of view in which they realize their faith isn't always the Gatlin gun. Mm-hmm, Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to reach out to another faith in order to fix a problem. Yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah, I just had, you know, you, brought, you bring up something interesting where it's like, okay, if, if that faith isn't the Gatlin gun and has no effect on it, then... Mm-hmm. I don't want to say which faith is real, but which, I mean, it it brings up some interesting points about how, you know, uh, different faiths have different, uh, essentially spooks and and whatnot. And that's where the ominous point of view comes in. 
Omnis is looking at all faiths yeah. and finding the simple truth and the common ground in each and every single one of them. And through that, you find the simple truth and the path to follow. And how many crossovers there would be. Yeah. And mad, right? I mean, right. Because there's been cases more at the local level that we've had where they've had, you know, the church in and clergy in and they, they would do the holy water and whatnot, but they would still have stuff going on there. Yeah. And then we would go in with a different approach, kind of feel it out and see if maybe, okay, so the smudging and Native American approach might work here better. Or I go in with Reiki and, and do the healing energies kind of thing. And those are just some examples, but sometimes those affect it better um, and cause a better uh, outcome for the family. So then why is this? And it's like, well, when you think about it, do, it, do some of these people believe the words that they're saying when yeah. they do that? You know, and I, I question that sometimes. Well, and then on the demonology aspect, there's things out there that do not respect religion, period. Mm-hmm. Crucifixes do not work on them. Holy water doesn't work on them. Sac- uh, sacrament doesn't work on them. Sacred earth does not work on them. Only some of the older world necromancer basis does, such as certain herbs or like iron or things like that, only work against some of these archies. So even in the Catholic Church, they recognize some of the pagan beliefs as the only way in order to fight some of the higher level stuff. So regardless of how faith-based you are, there's still this blend of other faiths in order to get the job done. Okay. And you might want to mention a little bit about that because you use your example of being necromancer. You might want to okay. talk a little bit about what that well, is. Well, what a necromancer is... I was is, thinking a couple different things. Yeah. Mostly yeah. Most, mostly Harry, uh, Harry Dresden type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Un- unfortunately... Um, Media, movies, books, things like that have twisted what the idea of necromancer is. Um, Necromancer, basically, anybody that's a psychic medium that talks and converses with the dead, they are a form of necromancer. We are operating in the world of the dead. Okay, We are communicating with them to get knowledge. The necromancers way back in the centuries before, they would be employed by the church in order to get history from the dead in order to verify what it was like to the what the written word was they realized man was fallible and a lot of times it was written by people in power that wanted their own version so they would hire these people to converse in these mausoleums and these you know tombs and stuff like that with you know influential people and getting their versions of history and write them out on tomes overnight just thousands of pages and then uh, comparing to that to the written history so necromancy through the ages has been used for a lot of really good things Um, during the dark ages the church turned on them and realized that they were going to overwrite a lot of things that such as the versions of the bible things along those lines and they were deemed evil and many were assassinated basically yeah tortured and uh throughout the last i say 50 years now at least the necromancer word has been able to come out a little better without such a negative content tone some of the heavier orthodox they they don't like it but they still will call out to them for help and stuff so Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and come out of that broom closet. Right, exactly. Yeah. The broom closet. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, popular popular media, if you break up the term necromancer, you're talking about commanding an, the, an army of the undead or raising yeah. zombies. Mm-hmm. I, or, can't tell, I, I can't even begin to tell you how many people I've used that term with and then said, you have sex with the dead? No. That's something, yeah. completely, that's something completely different and completely awesome. But um, what? <laughs> that's it. I'm out. Crack open a stiff one. Can't remember. What? Can't remember. <laughs> the, 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 the day I used uh, the term defenstration in a, in a conversation one day, the guy thought it was a weird sexual fetish as well. So it means throw somebody out of a window. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's your vocabulary and, word for the day. And now you know. And, <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. Uh, we are 151, presented by Skeleton Vineyard. Um, it's Wine with Backbone. They're also on Facebook at Skeleton Vineyards. Uh, we're here with the guys from Paranormal Endeavors, uh, catching up and talking about some of their recent cases. And Jared's just bringing the conversation down, going real deep and dark. So what Whoa. are what are the what are the chances? <laughs> con- considering, I'm our, sorry. Con- oh, it's all I good. love you. Con- Absolutely. Considering our sponsor, what what are the odds of getting somebody to to resurrect a skeleton for some? dancing purposes at halloween about as bad about as good as me getting another girlfriend oh so it's pretty low oh Ooh. oh can we can we all <laughs> can we just all Jesus <laughs> no i gotta crack on myself no um resurrections no no it that's that's movies but yeah. um even that skeleton that bird skeleton you weren't yeah. gonna resurrect it but it was more of a it's more of for trophy. the altar yeah it's understanding the dead and, and respecting it um now resurrecting spirit now that's a different story and in necromancer you can bring a spirit back to inhabit a body for a night of reminiscence of the dead there's some stories of that in the past too interesting so is this essentially like a possession type thing it is a it's willing, a willing possession? okay it's a willing yeah. So kind of yeah. mediumship sort of, yep. but using themselves mm-hmm. as a vessel. Let me ask you this because it always comes up, uh, you know, when you're, oh, you know, Ouija board or, you know, a psychic talking about, mm-hmm. oh, well, your Uncle Jerry's coming along. How do you know it's Uncle Jerry? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, what at what point do you go? How do you know it's not something where an Uncle Jerry is a skin? Exactly. Right. And yeah. that happens more than, than more not. Than not. Yep. And that's why we caution people on using Ouija boards, spirit boards, witch boards, whatever you want to call them. Um, and that's just because that's an easy, it's a tool using the right hands. It can be okay. Just yeah. no different than like a firearm, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. It's even the a, intention. Even a hammer it. can be used for murder. Yeah. Right. So, right. right. Well, you I know. just, I, well, there's people out but, there that like a uh, real, big guy that's against him is george nori who does mm-hmm. uh coast coast am he hates ouija boards oh, yeah. he will not get near them he will not have anything to do with them but mm-hmm. it is an interesting question i mean if you know it, it seems like some more of this stuff is coming around and stuff and, yeah and well, it's it's sort of your your a symbol of your willingness to open yourself up as mm-hmm. a as a conduit mm-hmm. i mean yeah. when it's, you fling open the door who knows what's going to come in exactly it, it's how it works in the first place you literally are moving the board with your hands Okay, mm-hmm. you're not just following along. It is subconscious, sublingual information going through your body in semi-possession form to where the board moves. It's a semi. Mm-hmm. It's not a full possession. It is a semi to where they're using your muscles in order to. Get <laughs> he knows where I'm going. I know what you're getting. 
Well done. <laughs> generally, generally most receptive between six and midnight. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, look what popped up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so... Uh, but what, Yeah, on that, I was just going to say that definitely be cautious. Even myself, and years of experience of this, I always stand back from trusting that, oh, this is exactly 100% mm-hmm. with all certainty in the world, Uncle Jim or Aunt yeah. Betty or whoever, because it could be someone riding along trying to take advantage and being like, oh, it's my time, you know, my 15 minutes, if you want to call it that. And, okay. and the more negative nasties, they don't come to you as a pretty puppy, or they don't come to you as being the big nasty. They come to you as something cute and nice and helpful. Mm-hmm. Little like girl Justin. Yeah, you know, little children or small animals or something mm-hmm. cute that you're like, oh. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, no, you actually. Before I made the joke, I thought, is that kind of the uh, the black eyed children thing? Is that does that, that kind of get be, into? Yeah, it's because okay. they come to your door. You're not supposed to invite them in, but they they try to get mm-hmm. in, and then from there you kind of open yourself up to not so good stuff with them. But you look them in there, and they just have that what darkness. I don't know what black eyed the black eyed children. There's are. this. Uh, I so, thought you were going to say the black eyed peas for a minute. No, which, no, no. I wouldn't there's, invite them in. There's this, I am. There's a, if you look it up online, you'll find a million different stories about it. But it's essentially kids with mm-hmm. straight black eyes. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, no pupil, no iris, okay. no nothing, just black eyes, mm-hmm. and they come at really weird times at the middle of the night, and they knock on your door and they ask to be let in, and for whatever reason people get this automatic sense of dread right mm-hmm. because of these black-eyed children and it mm-hmm. just something is wrong there and right. no one can really figure out what it is and you have to watch out for the black eyes because in the legends the black eyes are the low level what they call low level meat bags they're low level demons that are trying to find their place and they can only exist if they inhabit a body during this case that we were discussing Mary went through what she went through. We have her on film. Her eyes are solid black. Weird. So which which uh, DVD is that on? That's on. It, that's the finale. Chapter five. Finale. Yep, that same place. Yeah. Basically, it's believed to be. And uh, when we were there, kind of going back to that case, um, it's like you know um, what, like the movie Grudge and The Ring mm-hmm. and all them are about. That's kind of like the Asian version of right. of this. You know, long haired. Uh, nasty. Yeah, they've got some weird evil. stuff over there. Mm-hmm. Well, and this one's Venezuelan. In many, many countries. Yeah. Okay. Many countries. So. And it's Venezuelan, and she's just evil. And we call it it. It didn't even feel like mm-hmm. a true gender mm-hmm. there. But she was there um, fighting us all, but we ended up getting rid of her, and you binded her. I bound her so that way she could not. If I banished her, she would inflict somebody else. Mm hmm. So I bound her into a form um, using blessed wax with carved runes and special herbs and oils in the process. It was a very, very tough battle that beat the hell out of my body that night. Um, I walked out of that house with both my shoulders had been displaced. My hips had been displaced. Um, Blood in your stool. I bled in my urine and my stool for three days. I had two cracked ribs and six bruised. Um, Mary still goes through spiritual PTSD still to this day. It's been nine months now. Yeah. And she's still affected to it mentally with what goes on to it. So these are some of the hazards that can happen. It's a 1% thing that happens out there. 
Um, something I don't know is going on in this world, though, where these things are starting to get a little more on the rise with investigations. Even some of the more popular places that have years of recorded history are now all of a sudden telling us their ghosts are angry and acting up. Could it be in, this might sound kind of a, like a dumb but very simple answer, is it because more people are looking? Is it more people are going in, I think you know, there's... making people dance, and it's making people... I mean, because if you get mm-hmm. on the web right now and type in ghost hunt or something, mm-hmm. a million mm-hmm. videos are going to come up. Right. I mean, this this video might come up for yeah. somebody, you know? And I think it's a mix, though, of, yeah, there's a lot more people going. It's been as popular as ever yeah. now than even when I first started. And people going out there, they're provoking. Yeah. Um, they're the seeing what's in the movies because a cultural thing there. So seeing what's in the movie, oh, I'm going to go do this. This is awesome. You know, go out there, start screaming, calling it names. And then they get aggressive. And, well, the spirits or the mm-hmm. whoever's there gets aggressive with them. Well, right. why not? Um, and then uh, the lack of experience might, you know, see one movie and then they think, oh, this is, I know everything there is about this field. No. But <laughs> you never know everything. Exactly. About it. Exactly. I can't tell you how many times I've dealt with a grumpy human entity that somebody else without experience they call it thought, a demon. Yeah. They call it a demon or whatever else, and it's just a really grumpy, angry entity. Mm-hmm. Just all it is. We all have our emotional problems. We all have the things we hate in our bad days. We've got ex-wives or wives that we're currently married to that we've got to walk, tread lightly with. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, spirits are no She'll different. She'll never watch this anyway. Um, <laughs> except now you got to take it into consideration that you're in a position where you can't really talk to people. Yeah. You're going to get even more grumpy when you're secluded mm-hmm. going through this. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of what I do is spirit counseling. I totally go to you for a council. <laughs> be like Jared. Now, is that a fifty-minute hour or is that a whole sixty-minute hour? I'm telling you, I'm starting to bill by the week. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck, yeah. dude. Come on, turn to poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a good one on that one. I'm trying to pee and what are yeah. you doing? I'm peeing. Leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> echoing through the hall of the house that'll spook you yeah no you stop midstream right (laughs) that's no fun i've done a prayer protection on the toilet before it's you know people laugh it's like it's it's needed some places so real quick uh before we because i want to get into what you guys have coming up here Mm -hmm. um the diviner your movie yep uh, the reason why we couldn't get together anytime because oh, I'm gonna make a movie. I was busy. Yeah. Uh, Literally every weekend we were doing a shoot and we do oh, yeah. one to two scenes on this thing because we had done, a tight right? schedule. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it's yeah. done. It's running the kind of the film festival circuit right now for we, but we actually have in the works to get it at a theater in Nevada. Oh cool. Um, to kind of start playing it now for people because only like the the main cast have only seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone else is like, when can we see it? When can we see it? So I've been lock and key for for the time oh, being yeah. but yeah. um so you guys are both in it kind of kind of kind of headed me off there asking when we could see it didn't he <coughs> i know i've been wanting you to talk more today but you know because you're the natural right exactly and he just took it from just I'm pretty know. he's a pretty face sorry you just can sit there and... uh, i won't argue with that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it's based inspired by true events basically um it's a movie i've been wanting to do since 
probably 2011 or just okay. before that. But it's just hard to get amateur cast, and I call them that because not professional actors, etc. Not part of the SAG or anything like that. But um, getting everyone scheduled together and everything mm-hmm. is just impossible. Oh, um, really? Kind of yeah. know about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of that going on. But so actually the timing fit we made it work uh, ridiculous schedule because we had like started in early october last year got done i think it was, was it january february's january. last scene yeah february we you had to do a film a scene that you forgot yeah i mean, God, yeah. had to go back yeah. <laughs> reshoots change the whole tone yeah, yeah. trying to remember where everything was placed right all right because we had to keep the same hair and everything he couldn't touch his beard for a while i think it was driving him nuts. it was driving me crazy it was everybody was complaining did you get, did you get, your beard? Did you get joss whedon for the reshoots or no i wish <laughs> <laughs> take a pile of dump into something awesome right what the... sorry That's justice okay. justice league a oh, knife. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Um that should be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just like Star Trek Discovery. Exactly. Best show ever. <laughs> <laughs> Just let them do their thing for a second. Get out of there. Nerd, right. nerd, nerd, geek, right. geek, geek. High five. I was thinking nerds and geek of the nineties. I couldn't get my eye off a of golden eye over there for a second. Yeah. Like, distracting me. Yeah, over <laughs> on the fun times. That's oh, the yeah. nostalgia shelf. Oh, that's awesome. Look at that thing. Brings back so many memories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can play uh, play play anybody you want except Odd Job. Yeah. Yep. yeah. License to kill. Mm-hmm. Grenade launchers. Let's do this. <laughs> Actually, that blue bag over on top of the old kitty litter box, oh, yeah. that's my Nintendo 64 right Still there. Still working there Yeah. Sweet. Just like mine. So, awesome. You guys aren't leaving after this argument now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play a little... <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. So the diviner, we, uh, it was inspired by true events, basically a young sensitive who notices he's different. He's seeing a lot of stuff. So you have a little bit of that sixth sense stuff going mm-hmm. on and he just doesn't know how to handle it. He's kind of different anyways, an outsider. He's in college at the time and doesn't have very many friends, but the one close friend that's with him, um, she's kind of a goofball, but her, uh, Jessica yep. played her, uh, characters, Rachel, um, actually kind of got him into a little bit of the adventures. Uh, took him to the Black Angel of Iowa City, which is a real thing that yeah. exists. Um, took him there, and uh, he kind of had some experiences there, but he kept it from her because he didn't know exactly how she would handle it yet. And then when he met his mentor, uh, Robin, played by Jarrett, yeah. uh, that's when things really started to open up, and he started understanding what was going on. It's and- essentially Doctor Strange. That's what's going yeah. on here. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was a very strange man. How he approached Absolutely. how he approached my character was we were just heading out of this church. There's actually a historical church that's in uh, Bentonsport. Burned Iowa. to the ground. And <laughs> and so in this church, he was walking out. Uh, once we were le- actually we were walking out, but he was just standing there, yep. and he was just like, Lindy "So you seen wall. her too?" And we're like, "What?" It's just something that introduces his strange character. He's just a man you'd never see him actually leave. In a car, he just appears. You don't know how he gets to the places or where he disappears to. He has no vehicles. He just kind of walks away and mm-hmm. goes. We're going to do a parody of like a, a broom laying down in a parking lot or something like that. It'd be awesome if it was skateboarding. Yeah. <laughs> just a wicked skateboarder. Right. 
So bring Tony or, on. Or you just you, you just see a, you just see a segue in the background, just just kind of yeah. trembling. Yeah. Yeah. Rocket pack. <laughs> How cool would That's that hilarious. be? Right? <laughs> so yeah, she was dead. <laughs> and you fly off. That guy was the most wicked ghost hunter ever. <laughs> But yeah, so he learns quite a bit through uh, Robin, and uh, then this the is end, how you pull end the is very, very, uh, <laughs> pretty fine. intense. No, that's all right. <laughs> so in the end, I don't want to give it away, but it's pretty intense. Um, definitely, because it's inspired by events that happened to me. So it actually goes back to places that I learned in real life. Um, so because Eastern Iowa was a big part of my early years in this, because I went, you know, University of Iowa. Yeah. So uh, Go Hawks. Yeah. Then he picked up stories from different people that were in the film and things that they went through and incorporated a bunch of it in. So it's this hodgepodge of cool. real life events. Yeah. Um, you guys will when it when it'll be out and all that. When will can be we out. see it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, Justin, yeah. go. When can we see it? <laughs> this year, actually, I'm trying to time it for a Halloween. So nice. here pretty soon. Yeah. Since we're recording in October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, this is going out live. <laughs> yes, it's not live. It's not even close to being <laughs> it's live. It's Memorex. This, yeah. is, this is the day that worked for everybody. <laughs> That's what it is. Definitely a fall thing because we shot it last fall. Um, okay. And uh, hopefully do some screenings at some venues and then people can get some copies and stuff of it, I think. Yeah. That would cool. be great. But that will all be up on Facebook and stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Cool. We're going to do a big So thing. pay attention to uh, the Paranormal Endeavors Facebook page uh, for when you can see the Diviner. Mm-hmm. Does that sound good? Yeah. What else you got? Uh, that, that's great. So, that's yeah, perfect. That, that is, <laughs> yes. I hate you. Um, so I guess I've, I've always been, been curious of uh, where do we... Uh, where do yes! We, <laughs> <laughs> you. Where do we uh where where do we draw the the line? I mean, when we go start going down through the the pantheon of okay, just like the the necromancer is, you know, media representation as to reality, mm-hmm. you know, uh, where where do you guys have your own personal lines in the sand that you know, okay, this is real, this is real, this is real, this is you know, fanciful invention, uh, you know, uh, what 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 trips your bull button i guess uh for 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 lack of a of a better term Ooh. uh well for me there's some cases i'll have where just they have nothing but like horror movies and everything in their catalog um they always watch something ghost related right before bed and then they're saying oh this is happening this is happening it's just uh, well world stuff but but i mean even even more general than that i mean Mm -hmm. Uh, vampires, werewolves, UFOs, aliens, you know, where's where's your line in the sand, I guess, so to mm-hmm. speak, you know, because as you start down that rabbit hole, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's very easy, okay, well, if we accept this, then we have to accept that, and, you know, it, it kind of spirals from there, so. Mm-hmm. I'm very open to a lot of that stuff. I, we haven't had too many, like, alien uh, abduction type cases or um, someone who's seen Sasquatch in their backyard or anything like that. But those ones, I, I guess I'd be even more skeptical about until we get there. We still have an open mind, though, that, sure, why not? But you bring up Bigfoot, and, you know, in the last show we talked about it with Seth a little bit, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of Bigfoot sightings in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I never would think that Iowa would be a hotbed for squatchy activity exactly. right, right around exactly. sandyville where right around sandyville where's sandyville just outside of uh 
old dying town just south of well it's east of which part indianola of indianola yeah indianola. and okay. south of des moines yeah there's a um, some sort of creature out there that is somewhat of a somebody Sasquatch just made a movie or a didn't werewolf it? didn't they? It's Van Meter creature. Sort yeah. Of. Okay. So it's more of a dog-headed squatch, is what it looks like. A dog squatch. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not the only place. There are quite a few states that have mm-hmm. had the same reports of this dog-headed squatch. Let me, that. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jesus, I don't know what happened. Get it out there. I know, right? That was bad. You used to be a professional. I used to be. I'm out of practice, man. Uh, will paranormal endeavors do like a Sasquatch stuff or or UFO or hey, I've yeah. I've got something weird in my yeah. backyard. We're, it's not we're it, everything. We're yeah, paranormal okay. events all encompassing. We just don't get many people stepping up to have us do that right. kind of a case. Okay, we would almost have to go and, and solicit or seek advertisement more for that, which be on a weird don't podcast. Yeah. And even on that, <laughs> plug, plug, plug. Um, dealing with the Dominion, I've come yep. across a couple of different groups out there that specifically work with the alien abductions, the mm. alien encounters. Uh-huh. So, I mean, they have hundreds of cases under their belt. And they, so even well, though I've never experienced yeah. it myself, I'm like, Southwest wait a minute. anyway for that stuff. But I mean, they happen all over. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I truth be told, when we were getting ready to set up October, mm-hmm. um, we wanted to do ghost stuff. But I also, we've had a couple requested to do a UFO show. Mm-hmm. To do, you know, aliens, UFOs, that mm-hmm. whole thing. And I contacted MUFON, mm-hmm. the Iowa branch of it, got mm-hmm. a response back. And then from there, they I replied back, never wrote back. So... Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's good to know that there are other places because you don't hear about, you know, the people that do, you know, the Bigfoot stuff as much or the UFO right. stuff yeah. or, you know, just that general weird, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, that I can't explain. It may not be, you know, a boo scary ghost or, you know, something like that, but mm-hmm. there's something going on here. Right. And we were talking about that. It's like because we don't we've had one case that we got close to because every night this potential client that never happened, but they'd seen a UFO Mm-hmm. over their house like I don't know it was like a certain time it was almost like a residual UFO if there's mm-hmm. such a thing but coming over their house at a certain time at night all the time and you actually sit back in their yard and wait for it um, and then other weird things that were going on there too because we we known cases where paranormal is directly linked to some UFO activity right. directly linked to the men in black and then all that kind of stuff seems to kind of go together men in black Mm-hmm. Here in Iowa? Oh, yeah. Where? They can be anywhere. There's different because reports. There, yeah, because there's talk about Men in Black. Hey, you wanted your conspiracy show. This may be it right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about all this different, this weird stuff out mm-hmm. there. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the Mandela effect we were talking about a little bit. Yeah. Which is just weird. Um, it's Berenstain, damn it. Yeah. The Mandela in the Bible gets even weirder. Yeah. I, I started listening to a podcast about that, but, um, you know, down the road, we Mm -hmm. we will jump into this, but, uh, the men in black stuff is kind of interesting because, Mm -hmm. you know, is it, is it aliens? Is it actual government? government? Is it this? Is it that? And no one really knows. Yeah. Cause it's just so... It's to me, it reminds me of how, like, for example, a true demonic will try to mimic a human form, but there's something about it that's still not quite right. Yeah. Um, like, they're trying to manifest and they're missing an arm or their face is still deformed. It's like, Grandma didn't look like that, you missing know? Missing the eyes. Um, missing why the does jaw? Grandma have fangs? Yeah, exactly. exactly. I've always um, thought there was something off about Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Tommy Lee Jones. But yeah, no. Uh, and then the Men in Black, it's been reported just in general, not 
firsthand cases that we've had yet, but that same kind of thing. They talk weird way, or they talk and their mouths aren't moving. Or it's or the, not uh, quite right. Right. Or, or they get that glitch where they repeat themselves. Uh-huh. You know, top of the morning to you, to you. Yeah, type just stuff. very weird. Yeah, you know, just weird little glitches. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. And we actually kind of did a, a, a scene that may be released, but we kind of put it in the archive for now as being in the Diviner franchise if we ever did a sequel uh-huh. of uh, basically a client in the movie that has uh, Encounter of the Fourth Kind and and uh, the Men in Black do show yeah. up in that one. So we kind of did that where there's like no reflection of them in the mirror, but yeah. they're in the door. Okay. That kind of stuff. Yeah, we did a uh, an unshameless plug yeah. a couple weeks ago to stay away from uh, a UFO video. Yes. So mm-hmm. we've that been, was, that was... UFO seems to be on the mind lately of, mm-hmm. of everybody. So I read, uh, this semi-sort of off-topic, I read uh, an interesting uh, thing the other day um, that uh, it, it had to do with vampires and, and reflections that, you know, yeah. mirrors used to be coated in silver to, right. to get the reflection. Uh-huh. Which is why the vampires could never be seen, but modern mirrors are not. Are not. That's why they can use them, and yeah. and nowadays they can. Which I thought was a, yeah. and it was presented from a from a fiction standpoint. But I'm like, that's that's a lot of thought into it. That's that's really interesting to think about. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's some of the stuff that some of us geeks have thrown around mm-hmm. from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the incorporation of mirrors, we kind of go a little bit into it at the beginning of chapter six. And we're shooting right now, actually. But the first case of it was at daycare. And uh, we had a, a re- uh, investigator that used the mirror, basically, to see spirit reflections, in okay. it, which we hadn't really had before on the team. Right. So she's seen stuff in the mirror all the time because that's kind of how her gifts worked, where she could see it in there. mirrors at night. Oh, yeah. I, I won't have them. one on my bed, like anywhere around my bed where I can see myself we in it. We have two. My, oh, you do? We have one right at the head of our bed, and uh-huh. then one just like right on the wall, and I always just stare at it. I'm waiting for. I've got one in my car for my haunted museum. Really? Oh, oh yeah. You still uh, have it in there. I still yeah, have I it know. in there. I haven't taken it out of my I've car just, yet. I've just got the one on the that ceiling. Music and that thing's in my great. car for three months. <laughs> oh, geez. So they, they missed that one. It. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. It's my safe space to see what happens. Yeah. I don't there you drive go. it very often. I mean, if you want to see the mirror, whether on or off air, but. Can we put it on the ceiling? <laughs> no, it's know. one of those stand-up oval spinning ones. Mm. Oh, and uh, they couldn't stare at it anymore. Mm-hmm. They actually had to take it out of the house and keep it in the garage. <sighs> I, I hate so. interesting. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, the windows to the soul. Yeah. No, those are eyes. eyes. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The window to the soul is the chest. You just have to pry it apart. Exactly. <laughs> or something. Quickest heard. way to a man's heart is through his rib cage or his stomach. Yeah. Or groin. Fair enough. <laughs> there we go. It's full circle. All right. On that note, <laughs> uh, we are 151 presented by Skeleton Vineyards. It is wine with backbone. Uh, Eric, Jarrett, we appreciate you guys coming in. We with, wish you nothing but the best. We appreciate it. And Thank you. Uh, hopefully you had fun today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Always Thanks a blast. For having us, too. Yeah. Uh, if you want to find out more about uh, anything they do, Paranormal Endeavors, their Facebook page, we'll have links to it in the information parts of the show. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr, all at 151 The Show. And you can subscribe to our Podbean, YouTube, and iTunes channel. We can't end without a shameless plug. Cue the music! Mm-hmm. 
Shameless plug time here on 151, presented by Skeleton Vineyards. Uh, Justin has it. This yeah. is uh, basically where we just plug something that we're into, uh, whether it's a website, a TV show, a movie, a song, or you know whatever it is. It's just we shamelessly plug it. Yep. So some something that we would recommend. Uh, and this week is going to be a, a book series. Okay. Uh, you know we've done some book shows in the past. Uh, this is I think the one series of Brandon Sanderson books that you don't read. Uh, yeah, I the, haven't read it. The, the Stormlight Archives. Um, this is uh, one of his epic high fantasy, uh, sort of in the uh, realm of uh, Wheel of Time and, and uh, some of the stuff that he finished up uh, there. But um, third book will be out in November. Uh, it's, uh, it's a planet set in, if you're familiar with Brandon Sanderson, his Cosmere. Um, Do you guys know anything about Brandon Sanderson? I don't know. He's uh he's an author. He's got all these different uh, books, and uh, they all they're all within the same universe, but all the different stories happen on different planets, and oh, okay. they they killed God at one point. Seven, oh, Seventeen okay. beings came together and killed the ultimate being, and, and each took a portion of his power. So they work as standalones, or if you read the whole interconnected Cosmere, um, then it all sort of works together as well so i read the one series had no idea it was a part of a bigger picture not a clue and it it worked yep <laughs> and then i'm like oh okay now that you're done with that go read that because it's it's that, connected yeah I'm like what yes that's yeah, misborn that's a really oh, good series okay you you should read it you guys probably it, like it i think i've heard yeah, I, uh, I think Jerry's just like rolling his eyes like nerds. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this reading stuff? <laughs> Anyways, but it's a uh, it's uh, it's it's fantastic, uh, absolutely fantastic. Probably my favorite uh, high fantasy series I think that I've ever tied into. It's it's really captivating. So awesome! Um, coming out in November. Coming out in November third book. So when's he gonna do more with uh, Miss Bourne? Um, this one's out. Then I think he's going to finish up the the Wax and Wayne. Then he's going to go back. And then he's going to write the the third trilogy for okay. Mistborn. Because um, there's the the, the past, the middle, uh, and the future. Yeah, which so, is supposed to be a space opera. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a kind of like a Deathstalker space opera um, sort of deal. Uh, and then he'll tie into the second because uh, the the Stormlight Archive is going to be ten books. Five for the initial run. Five is a sequel. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna plan it in somewhere in there. I don't know. He's got books planned out for like twenty five years okay. or something like that. So sounds good. Um, uh, it should be a good read. And for you, it's gonna be great because there's uh, book two alone was over a thousand pages. So I mean, you've That's got read. you've got mm-hmm. you've got some. I think it was at the time it was the largest book that Tor had ever. Published. What's it called again? Um, Series. Stormlight Archives. Okay, cool. It's um, uh, I can't. I know the Oathbringer is the third one. I can't think of. Uh, it's Words of Radius. Words of Radiance uh, is the second one. I can't think of the first one off the top of my head. Okay. All right, that's gonna do it for us. That's your shameless plug. Again, we thank Paranormal Endeavors for hanging out with us. Thanks for coming by, guys. Yeah. Hopefully, it won't no be a year thank next you. time. Absolutely. Thanks, yeah. guys. All right, that's gonna do it for us. We'll see you next time. <laughs>